it's time to get your sip on. Use your phone, a tablet, computer, get your list on. Having fun while entertaining, it's the mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah. The topic stay lit, conversation don't quit A cup of wisdom with some humor in it Uh, nothing gets better than this So sit back and just take you a sip Welcome, welcome, welcome What up, what up, what up Welcome to All Tea No Shade Where we are serving tea without the shade Like we always motherfucking do So pull up a seat and let's start this sip set Yes, we got a full house in here today We got a motherfucking full house We got Cardi Party here, what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, back for the third time This is your third time on the show, I think, eh? Yeah Yep. Hey. So like family and shit. Family like I family. I know. What up, though? Yeah. How was your week this week? Oh, dang, you just gonna leave out Emmett, though? Well, I was gonna jump to him next. Damn. <laughs> Can hey. a sister live? No, let's, not- let's, let's introduce Emmett. <laughs> we, got, we got Emmett as well. Emmett is our, our photographer <laughs> behind the scenes. Y'all don't see him very often or hear his voice very often. Um, but we happy to have Emmett say what's up. Yo, what's up, Emmett? If y'all remember last time, Emmett was I on here. I wasn't skipping close. you. I was just going to go from one thing to the other. No love. No love. Y'all know what? See, y'all, y'all starting early. This, y'all starting early today, huh? Yeah, oh, well, you know, that's what it is. That's okay. But now we can get into it. How was your week? Either one of you. I'm pretty sure I almost died yesterday. Okay, why wow. are you so dramatic? <laughs> <laughs> that's like from one to one How to you ten. almost died? Yeah, went to this little uh, ugly Christmas sweater party or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I, I was told that you can't overdose on um, weed. I'm oh here God. to call. I'm here to call bullshit because I died. Came, oh. And came back. And came I back. Died and, you died on weed. Yeah, and I I was levitating above my body. Oh wow! <laughs> you entered the a spectral range. So was it like yes. a full a full joint or was it what was it? It was an edible. Oh. Mm. And I was already like tipsy. I've heard the horror stories of the edibles. You. I think that's a bad mix, man. I'm gonna let you finish the story. I'm gonna tell mm-hmm. mine. Go ahead. Man, I'm sitting here in the um, I'm in a party and I'm like, it's edible some bullshit. It take a while. Everybody yeah, kept yeah. saying, um, just give it a minute, give it a minute, which the only other time I tried an edible, it was nothing, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And I was drinking, nothing happened. So they're like, give it a minute. And I'm like, I don't think it's going to do it. I don't think I had much because mm-hmm. it was like that much. And she was like, you had too much. That was like a while. She, she like, like, yeah, <laughs> he just like, he just like, you know, did like a, you know, it was like an inch and a half, maybe. Yeah, in my Two mind, inches. I'm thinking like you gotta eat like a like a honey bun size uh, thing to fill wow. something. So you know, you I just so you're trying to die, die. Right. She's like, you like, give it a minute, and then I'm sitting to come. Like first, I saw boom, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, and I'm looking at my hands and shit. I'm like, yo, yo. Do you normally smoke? Are you a smoker? No. Yeah, I think that's, I think edibles hit people who are non-smokers the most, like. Harder like Man. that. And then I remember telling myself, like, um, <laughs> I was like, calm down. <laughs> You're fine. Mm. Don't, because I'm not like a panicker, but I kind of felt the anxiety building up. Yeah. And I was like, You're fine. You're not. I was like, You know how, in the history of niggas, you would be the <laughs> weakest nigga to die from oh, weed. I'm just in like I'm looking in a mirror, which I don't see my reflection, but still I'm like, look, 
you got this, nigga, relax. And yeah. then I passed out. Yeah, I, uh, about a couple months ago, I'm, I'm not, I don't really smoke a lot of weed. That's not really my thing. Once in a blue moon, I'll do it. And, mm-hmm. But about, maybe about a month and a half ago, I, me and my couple of my friends we were hanging out. We had already been drinking. We had went, went to the strip club. Strip club was lame. We drank there. We, we got back to her house. We were all drinking again. She said, oh, you want an edible? And last time, like you, last time I did edible, it hit me, but not that much. Yeah. And so I took the edible, and I'm feeling good. And then I kind of feel it. And it, it hit me. And it's, by this time, it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm ready to go home. And I'm like, hey, I just want to get home. And my friend, he was too drunk to drive. So I'm the DD at this point. Yeah. And so I'm jumping around trying to make sure I'm good in the house. I'm like, can I drive? Can I drive? But I felt good. Okay. Got in the car, driving. Right here by the, my very last stop, all of a sudden, I couldn't remember where I was. Oh, my God, no. I didn't know what turn I was supposed to make. Oh, my God. I didn't know. And it was like, it, it was like little tunnel vision. Like, it went, I was sitting there, and I had a panic attack. Did you? I had a panic attack while I'm driving. That's a really scary place to be, yes. like, afraid to, to hit you, right? Yes. And my friend, he knocked out in the passenger seat, so he don't know what's happening. So, for about five seconds, I felt like it was longer than that. I didn't know what to do. And then all of a sudden it came back. And I was, oh, make a right here. But that edible, after that, I was like, nope, never again. Mm, Not with alcohol anyway. I'm done. I walked into the wrong apartment and what? everything. I oh, sat on the couch. Get, oh, you trying to get yeah, shot. Yeah, I was. I was what do you mean you walked into the wrong apartment? Oh, you mm-hmm. trying to get shot. I, I opened, just, when the you, door was like cracked. When you went home? Yes. That's like night. Went to or, the wrong yeah. apartment. I opened the door and sat on the couch. Wow. And then I heard, I like, it was sitting there, I'm just like, Something right? Wow. Like, wow. I was... Their door was unlocked? Mm-hmm. Was it a white person? Did they come I out? no idea. Oh, they didn't come out? I, I heard, like, somebody moving around, and I was like, saying, right, so I got up and I, like, wobbled my way wow. to my place. Negro, what That's did crazy. you do when you realized you were not in your own place? I just casually got up, probably knocked a few <laughs> wow. things over and left. Wow. <laughs> right now, someone's telling a story like, yo, last night, somebody came in my house. Right? I opened the door. There was a nigga on my couch. <laughs> I ain't know what to do. I'm going to call the police. But then he got up and he left. <laughs> That's crazy. Emmy, how was your week, man? Man, my week was not eventful as yours. Oh, my. Nobody's week was as eventful as this. Nah. You should have went last. <laughs> Right? I'm like, my week is kind of boring. No. Right. Okay. Man, pretty much just editing, working, back to the grind. You know, you know how it is, man. It's editing just, photos. Yep. You know, I had a our unit's Christmas party that I was taking pictures at, and just that in my regular nine to five. So that's what's up. That's, that's what's up, is, man. What about you, Jared? Who's Jared? Sorry. <laughs> Mr. Noetic. Mr. Noetic. My week's been good. I like your first name. It's so weird that you don't like being called by it. I never say I don't like being called by it. Every time I call him Jared, he's like, who's Jared? <laughs> Most people in Florida don't even know my real government name. I've been going by Jay Noetic since almost 2011. Yeah. So when people really call me Jared, is like my family or people from Virginia. Mm. And so, I mean, I still go by it, obviously. But anyway... I'm week. imposing myself. I'm his OG folk, y'all. Yeah, that's all good. <laughs> OG folk. So my week's been good. Just been uh, just been chilling. I uh, just finished doing some podcast work for. Uh, shout out to Pretty Good Girls Podcast. My friends Ebony Fire and Cassandra Thomas have been behind the mic. Cute. I've been doing the mixer, doing the producing for that. Um, they come out every Wednesday, so check them out. Doing that and then helping my homegirls out with putting furniture together. Why don't women ever? Call the guys they've been smashing to come do the honey do list. <laughs> Why well, is always the homeboys? Yeah. 
because no one smash after they done the homework. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me? I'm you're the only woman in here. You gotta, all, oh, that's you gotta speak for all women. Damn. Why did I just come a complete sausage party? Oh my god. Sausage party. <laughs> I need to abort mission. Oop, I'm breaking shit. <laughs> abort mission. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't tend don't, to call my friends for... No, like, you just do it by yourself. You don't call your homies to say, hey, I need this put together. No, I normally call the man I'm smashing. <laughs> so. Yeah, we got called, but do some stuff that's like... Yeah. Like, what, why are you always calling me? Like, where did that random, what, that like, random, why, you know, what you doing text? Yeah. And it's like, I guess if you're calling your guy <laughs> friends, probably because you're not talking to someone else, right? That's probably true. Like, they probably are probably on true. a hiatus. <laughs> no, I done moved a friend who it was like, question, where your nigga at? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your nigga? <laughs> like, I don't mind doing it because that's my, those are my homegirls, you know, like, shout out to, to Lori, who I know listens to all Tino Shade. <laughs> She was like, Jay, well, it was your suggestion to for me to buy this TV stand because you were making fun of my other TV stand, so you should put it together. I was like, that's the logic we're going with. That's <laughs> <laughs> good logic really? to me. <laughs> yeah. Sounds appropriate. How was your week, yo? My week was good. Okay, so I was like dying on Facebook this week about this this little blackness. Okay, so blackness is the gap between black stardom and white anonymity. For instance, the highest possible rating on the blackness scale would be someone every black person knew mm. but was completely unknown by every white person. Mm. So I ask, who is the most blackness person of all time? So what would you guys mm. designate as the most blackness? My favorite was Leon. Like every black person I know knows Leon. Leon, who's Leon? You don't know Leon? Mm-mm. He was like the lead in the Temptations. He was in the Five Heartbeats uh, as, the, as JT. Mm. Oh, He's, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Everybody knows Leon, mm. but I don't like white people don't know him like that. Yeah. But every black person has seen a movie with Leon in it. Hmm. He's even in the Black Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah, he's he he was he has a baby with Cynthia from Black, uh, Housewives Black of Atlanta. Miss. Who would I who would who would that be? Who could I who would I choose? Mooney. I don't know who would you choose? Who? Mooney. Mooney. Who's Mooney? The comedian. Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney. Yeah, Paul Mooney. Everybody kind of you know, knows him. You know the guy who uh, he played the devil in Tales from the Hood. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, yeah, Prince's yeah, dad yeah. in Purple Rain. Yes, yeah. I don't know his name What's either. His name? I don't know his name. I just know you his see face. His face, yeah. Just know his face. He can't. Has he ever played a, a good good person? I doubt it. Nah. Um, he's always the like human like. I think embodiment. In, um, I think he's playing in. Uh, I think about the right guy. I think he's in um, King of Harlem now. And I think he uh, was playing a role in it, but maybe not. I can't. You know who's another one? Bukim Woodbine. Yes. First of all, his name though, but yeah. he was the guy. He was the brother in Jason's lyric, who <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. who killed himself and killed lyric. And he's First actually, of all, yeah, he's actually playing a role in um, Wu-Tang Saga too. Oh yeah, so spoiler alert! <laughs> Sorry guys, that movie is so old, so I don't feel bad. Yeah, if you haven't seen it by now, it's on you. <laughs> but everyone knows him. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know his name until I looked it up. I saw a bunch of people putting his name down. You know him by those ears, man. He got those ears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I think the whitest uh, movie the I've seen him in was like, was it Alien vs. Predators? No, 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 no. He I probably died early in Overlord. That I ain't seen Overlord. It came out. Oh, that movie was That's crazy. Not like, not like a, it's not like a black nerd movie or something. Yeah, it was like a <laughs> What's the mama on um, Baby Boy? I don't know her name. Y'all know her? She's Black Miss too. Everybody knows her. Yeah, I'm sure there's quite a few out there that we could 
Who did the social media have any people they named? I just no? named them. Oh, that's what they all went with? That was the... Though those were the funny ones for me. Bukin oh, okay. and Leon were the two funny because I agreed wholeheartedly. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to our listener shout out. Who are you shouting out this week, Jay? So, listener shout out. It's going to go to quite a few people, actually. Give me a second to pull it up. Can I do my shout out right quick? Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to shout out Melody Green. I ran into her at the Tampa Salsa Bachata Conference. So, Melody Green. And she had nothing but lovely things to say about our podcast. And it was so awesome hearing her feedback. And What'd she say? Just good things. What? I mean, no examples? No. Damn. <laughs> All right, Melanie Green. Well, we appreciate we appreciate you. So, listen, shout out. out. It's going to. So, I made a post on Altino Shade's Facebook page um, about Danielle Bregoli. Um, she is the girl from Catch Me Outside, who is now a hip hop artist, and she was getting um, getting some 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 pushback on her wearing braids, people saying she was appropriating black culture or whatnot. And we had quite a few people who commented on that post. So I just want to shout them out. Shout out to Keto Nord, Z Reed, Marshallette Lily, Yukoya Grimmett, hey, Latovia Kite, Cassandra Thomas, Vashon Valdez, hey. Taisha Pagan, uh, Shamika Robinson, Ebony, Ebony Fire, Gerard Dowdery, hey. Melanie, oh, Melanie Green. She commented on here too. There she go. There she go. And so we just, you know, we always say this every week, but Sippers, you are definitely part of the show. We love interacting with you guys and gals. So please interact with us. Comment on our Instagram or our Facebook or whatever so that we can shout you out. Elle, how do they normally, uh, how can they interact with us? You can find us on Instagram at the handle All Tea No Shade Podcast. You can find us on Facebook two ways. You can find our page, All Tea No Shade, and you can also find our group, Alti No Shade Podcast and Friends. Add us, share us, like us, join, support. Absolutely. What we got next? All right, let's go ahead and get into our Who Am I segment. You got some competition today. I don't want no competition because I've been struggling. I need, yeah, like, I need, to, play, I need to play solo so I can just win all the time. Okay, well, let's not do that. Cardi, um, Cardi don't be good anyway, so I ain't worried about Cardi. Well, I smacked you up last time. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the champ right now, remember? That's true, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Emmett don't never gas. I ain't worried about Emmett either. <laughs> he gonna be silent. All right, so here are the rules for the new sippers who maybe this is their first time listening in. I am going to hint and give some clues about something that's currently going on in pop culture. It is the gentleman's job to figure out who I am talking about. All right. You guys can start your guessing after the first clue. Okay. After the first I, After the first clue. I ain't going to say anything. But after the first clue, it's free game. You that's can why say. You can, that's, that's why I've been losing, because you stopped me from guessing early. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> All right. You guys ready to get into it? Let's get it. Game over. All right, this one is, you guys are going to get it quickly, so be so quick about this. Mm, okay. This BBW is in the news. For that ass, though. I, I said it, but I stopped myself. Sorry. Go ahead. You just cannot follow instructions. I don't like being But I'll go ahead and give it to, <laughs> to Jay. It was Lizzo. Did you guys see her outfit? Yes. What outfit? What well, that is the question. <laughs> All right, so do you guys think that it was her being 
um, fat shamed or was it just a inappropriate outfit? It like if sloppy. if Rihanna yeah. wore it, would it be okay? I think that Lizzo is an entertainer and she is entertaining people. She she been posting her ass on her Instagram all week leading up to that. So I'm not surprised that she did it. So I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's a little bit of um, fat shaming, but I also think, what's the part, fat shaming or what? Fat shaming or her just being inappropriate. Being inappropriate. I guess a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I don't really have an issue with it. I mean, people complain about because it's, oh, there's kids at a game. I mean, people, kids watch so much shit on social media these days that parents aren't paying attention to. They see ass and titties and But that's and the porn. assumption that their parents aren't doing their job, though. Like, you're going yeah. under the guise that their parents are not restricting their social media access. That's, I think for me, that's my, my issue is, like, the, the ego being so big that yeah. it's like, you know, fuck what, you know what I mean, is appropriate and inappropriate, it's about me. Yeah. And I'm not really a fan of that because yeah. the games are a place where if I'm taking my kids there, I don't expect to see an entire ass out. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it for is, me, it's, it's not an ass yeah. in like some booty shorts. It's a, right. it's a, like, an actual It's ass. an actual, it's a thong, <laughs> a, a small thong. True. Well, Smaller. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Now that is fat shaming. Look, look, ain't nobody off limits for me. Kindness is hypocrisy. Hey. hey. Well, damn. <laughs> what a word today. Yeah, See, what about you, Emmett? Do you think that it was fat shaming or do you think it was inappropriate? All right, to a certain point, it was kind of inappropriate. Yeah. But, I mean, you know she only did it for publicity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's pretty much, regardless yeah. of good or bad, she knows she put herself out there. So, I Hi. mean, at the end yeah. of the day, what she gets is what she gets, positive and negative. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what you're doing, so. Have you guys seen the videos of her crying, like, yeah, afterwards, so. mm-hmm. like, saying, like, you know, pretty much, like, people are fat-shaming her? I'm like, well, she knew what she was getting into. But, like, come on now. Really? I, I think that there's a fine line because, obviously, there were people who were you know making fun of her weight yeah. and stuff like that but True. but most of it that i saw most of the headlines weren't this is from even a lot of people in the mm. i hate to say community bbw community that mm. sounds stupid yeah but you know but like a lot there were a lot of other bbws who were like that was that was a lot too much and it's like the thing that i don't like about anybody who um may be on the opposing end of something mm. uh a lot of times they use like a victim type thing yeah. to not redress what's really being said. It's like everybody's just making fun of me because they're not used to my body and blah 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 doing what it does. And I was like, you were most of the people that was complaining that I saw. It was like you know, so fuck the kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I saw a lot of people who actually were okay with it as well. But I mean, right. at this point. I think yeah. I think that it was A, I think it's a multitude of things. I think that it's partial fat shaming because I don't think she would have gotten as much feedback or as much negative feedback if she was Rihanna or Beyonce or somebody with a like more um, PC body. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think it's wholly inappropriate. Like, there, people are arguing, well, the cheerleaders wearing booty shorts. Booty shorts are completely different than wearing a thong. Um, and, and twerking. And twerking. And twerking. Right. And even more offensively is that it wasn't a cute outfit. Like, yeah. it was trash <laughs> outfit. I was like, if you about to stunt on the kids, you better <laughs> stunt properly. Like, you better stunt right, okay? Like, you're just gonna take a lot... 
your your man's extra long tee and just t- cut a, cut out a, a hole in the butt? I don't understand it. It got weird with the print. It was weird. But what's uh, I'm just throwing it out there. I know I threw it out there. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, <laughs> well, people entertainers do. You take Board your kid to a Prince concert, yeah. you you deserve what you get. Right, you know what you're going to get. But, like, the thing that I think that's coming through to me now is actually, like, I feel like Lizzo's insecurities actually that's are showing part of more. It. Because I know she's trying to, like, project that she's really self-confident about her body. However, when... For just personally, from my perspective, I'm like I never felt the need to overexpose myself when I'm feeling the most confident about who I am and what mm-hmm. I look like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, like we said, like it's been constant. Her ass has been on Instagram, like every other post is like full blown ass. Yeah, you which know what I mean? I, I'm I'm not tripping about it because that's her. Tripping. That's her IG. That's her. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like that's what she. What, but I'm just saying, it's yeah, starting no, to come it. across though as not like. Hey, let's you know empower mm-hmm. you know everyone to enjoy a thicker woman. Mm-hmm. It's starting to come off. Right, like, you trying to convince me or you? I'm trying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you trying to convince me or you? That's how it's going. All right, we got next. All right, moving on. Do you were you looking at my? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Nope. Don't be cheating. To keep us on track. That's all. All right, so for the next one, this pretty famous football player mm-hmm. is in the news recently for deciding he ain't dating no more white woman. A-B. <laughs> yes. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Yeah. I knew the answer, but she had to laugh. because yeah. I- <laughs> Why is he so ratchet, y'all? Again, Why? publicity. You want to yeah, stay in the news. Yeah. You want to stay relevant. But so the gotta... real question is, do you really think he going to say no to snowflakes from now on? Mm-hmm. What's your he, bet? I think he's How crazy long enough, will he last? He's crazy enough not to do it. I don't I don't think he going to last that long. I mean... Mm. Somebody need to take his phone. I, ain't, yeah. I give it less than six months before we see, like, because he really likes white chicks. But you know like, what, though? I've never seen him taking pictures of anybody uh, with, with women in general. So I didn't know that he actually, that white women was a thing for him, to be honest with you. So when he said that he was uh, cutting all, going ghosts on white women for the rest of the rest of time, I was shocked to realize that. Was, hey, look, I, I, mm, I, I am a, Love is love. Find it where you get it. The question would be, why is he cutting them off? What happened? What happened to make him yeah. feel like he needs to well, cut them off that we don't know about? Well, yeah. True. That we don't know about. With the cops at the door or something, right? I think it's something. He was going off on his Twitter, though. Yeah. Well, okay. wasn't, I think he was married to a white lady, right? And I don't know if he ever been married. I don't think he's ever been married. I know he has a baby with one. Yeah. yeah. So maybe. Because the girl that he's having issues with that that started the whole allegations of black Well, I guess she's biracial. So it's not like a white girl that's that started it. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. You know what's interesting? I dated this guy and his. You did this guy. I dated this guy. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Sorry, I heard that wrong. <laughs> like I can't with him, y'all. Somebody, where your mama? She needs to come and take you. Mama, mama already know how I am. Okay, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> she loved her baby. But um, I was dating this guy and he was divorced and he like was married to a white woman, and when they were getting divorced, they were obviously fighting. And in, like, while they were fighting during the divorce, like, all her racism came, came out. out. Yeah. And she was calling him a nigger and, like... That's always, thing that some, that's always something that worries me that that I I love black women. Mm-hmm. I love, my, you know, minority women. 
I personally have not dated a lot of white women because unfortunately our, our experiences shape our perspective. Yeah. And I've had instances where a white woman has said things or done things that were racist when they something has happened. Yeah. yeah. So in the back of my mind, I'm always a little worried. Worried about that. Worried yeah. about that happening. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what she did too. She was like, they had gotten into it and it was, she she wanted a divorce because she was like d- dating somebody else. And he was like, he bought the house, paid for it all. And she wouldn't let him in the house initially. Mm-hmm. And every time he would get in the house and he wouldn't leave, she'd be like, I'll call the cops and who do you think they'll believe? Mm-hmm. Nah. And he had to leave because he... Absolutely, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. You already know how that is. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on. No no, no white female bashing here. Yeah, just, not, not at all. Was. Not at all. All right, let's go ahead and get into the sip of the day. You only had two? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I got one and then Cody got one. Yeah, mm. good job, guys. He got it. Oh, he got it. Oh, Emmy got it. I laughed. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right, Sipper, we're going to give JL Sky a call. We have a featured guest on for the show today. Peace. JL, what's good, brother? What's good, family? How you feeling? Doing good, man. Doing good. So, Sippers, we have a Army veteran, motivational speaker, hey. brand new father, author of It's Okay mm-hmm. to Let Go, and his new book, What She Taught Me, author JL Sky. Say hello to the Sippers. What's up? What's up? Can, can y'all hear? Can you hear us? All right. Yep. Yeah, I hear you good. All right. That's what's up, man. So thank you for joining the show. So JL and I became Facebook friends through a Facebook group that's no longer around anymore. Um, what group was that? I don't remember the group. JL, you remember the group? Um, it was a while nah, ago. Man. It was, man, that was a that was a while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. But we hadn't met each other until uh, until a few months ago. Um, and what I liked about JL from that group was. He was a very forward thinker. He was very outside the box. He always was willing to push societal uh, boundaries, okay. right? So, JL, how did you find your way to the Bay Area, man? Uh, man, I was living up in Connecticut, man. Uh, and one of the winters, I came down to visit Sarasota uh, to vacation. And I said, man, I'm, I'm, I'm coming here. I, I'm not leaving again. So... Uh, I moved down to Sarasota, spent like every other day on the beach, and uh, then finally made my way back to Tampa, man. But I love it, man. Love Florida. Love being by the bay. So it's pretty dope, man. Are you, are you not in Sarasota still, though? Because Sarasota's kind of kind of slow. No, I'm not. Yeah, that's why, you know, I moved there for the beach, but then I realized, I was like, man, ain't no ain't no black people around here, man. It's, I mean, it's, just, it's <laughs> not white people here, you. man. <laughs> so it's, I had to... So I had to get a little bit closer to some diversity, but, you know, still close enough to where I can hit the beach whenever I feel like it. Yeah. So how did you become an author, man? What made you decide to write? And you can talk about um, both your books if you like. I actually have, I think, about six or seven books out there, man. Damn, I mean, okay. I, yeah. I mean, I just write, bro. Like, it's it, it just, it's just, it's just what I do. And, um, I mean, I love to do it. I love to put my story into books and, and, the hope is that, uh, you know, I just have this, this, this idea of we all have scars in our life and we all have significant points in our life. And, uh, most of us keep them to ourselves because we don't really want to expose certain parts of ourselves. But, but my philosophy is, is that that's what we're here to do. Expose, uh, 
significant parts of our story to other people so that they can grow as well. What made so you that start they writing? See. Sorry. What made me start writing? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no problem. Um, you know, I used to do a lot of poetry when I was a kid. Um, so, and, and that just, it that was just something that just came out of me. And uh, when I went to Iraq, I used, I, I can't even tell you how many journals I wrote while I was out there. You know, I just used writing as a way to kind of get away from everything. And uh, it just became my thing. It's my way of getting my my thoughts out there, you know. So what is um what is okay to let go about? What was that book about? It's okay to let go was really the product of me walking away from Christianity. Mm. Um, you know, I I there was a lot of point people out asked me, you know, what was it that caused that? Um, because I switched over from someone who wrote about relationships to all of a sudden I'm writing about why Jesus isn't coming back for your black ass, you know. And um, yeah. You know, and uh, and and that itself just kind—I of, did some videos about what I went through, and they just kind of they went viral. I mean, hundreds of thousands of people viewing these videos and writing me, and I said, you know what? Instead of trying to answer everybody's email, let me just write it in a book what I went through and and why I think that Christianity is no longer serving um, the black community. It was pretty controversial too. Yeah, it was, man. It was surprising too. I did, I really didn't expect that it was going to get that much uh, that much blowback. I mean, I was getting hate mail. Mm. Uh, yeah, I was getting a lot of uh, just nasty kind of responses from people, but I was also getting a lot of good responses from people who were going through the same transition, who just needed a little bit of help along the way. Yeah, I, um, you know, I left Christianity around 25, 26. And so I think that's one part where we connected um, in, in that thought process. And I think yeah. a lot of people are going through that transition as well. But I think there's also a lot of people who actually uh, love religion and they should love religion. So we, we're not going yeah, you know, talk negatively about yeah. that. That's where they are. Yeah, and you know what? That's, I think that when I wrote the book, I was, listen, when, you, when, you, when you've been taught something your whole life and then you realize for me, that it wasn't what I thought it was. Um, it can cause a lot of anxiety, it can cause a lot of anger, and that was my medium to get it out, you know what I mean? Uh, but I have no problem with people's beliefs, whatever they choose to believe. Um, and what? And so tell us about your new book, man, um, What She Taught Me, because this, this is your new baby, man, and this is what you, uh, you know, yeah. I've been helping you out with it and doing some audio books, and you, you feel yeah. really good about it, man. So tell us about that. Tell us about what that book's about. Yeah, this was a, this was a transition from um, it's okay to let go. It was uh, it was me kind of accepting everything and and getting back to what I what I was doing before, which was dealing in relationships um, and really focusing on helping men to evolve to another level of being. You know, so I'm really excited about this book. Um, I'm getting a lot of feedback from guys, and um, I'm really enjoying it so far. In the book, you talk about masculinity and femininity, and can you touch briefly on that? Because you said that femininity is something that's inside that exists in men as well. You want to touch on that real quick? Yeah, we're all dual-natured beings, so we all have masculine and feminine energy, just as everything else does. And the significance of this book is men being able to tap into their feminine energy within so that they can connect with the feminine energy outside of themselves. 
And I think that's the problem uh, right now with a lot of men. There's an imbalance. There's, there's this strong connection to their masculinity, which can create a toxic level of masculinity. And they, they, they're so focused on the masculine nature of themselves that they're unable to connect with their feminine counterparts. So we can exist in relationships, but we don't, we don't have intimacy within those relationships because we're not tapping into and connecting with the feminine energy uh, in our partners. And so that's what this book is really about. It's about evolving as a man by connecting with the feminine within and outside of ourselves. I like it, man. It sounds like a dope book. When, can, when does the book come out? Well, the book is already out. Um, okay, I'm already. Yeah, yeah, the book is already out. I'm already doing the videos, and um, I'm getting a lot of feedback from men, which is, you know, surprising. I typically wrote my book for women because I thought they were the only ones who read. But, um, I mean, I've, I've been surprised to see that men are actually picking up books and, and really diving into the subject themselves. That's what's up, man. How can he? So, where? Tell us if they can find your book, man. Uh, you can find the book at um, whatshetaughtmebook.com. Uh, you can find it on any e device, uh, iBooks, uh, Kindle, pretty much anywhere right now. You can find it. We're working on the audio book, though. We're getting there. Oh, yeah. So, who's helping you with the audio book? Here we go. <laughs> You are, brother, and I appreciate that, man. I, I really do appreciate it. You know, I was I was really reserved, reserved about doing it just because of the amount of time and the energy. And, uh, I mean, you just stepped up out of nowhere, brother, and just said, hey, man, I got you, and I appreciate that, brother. Hey, man, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that that's, an, that's enough of the pie for all of us to eat. And just because we're all working in the same industries doesn't mean that we can't help each other, especially, you know, pro bono helping each other out build, to build up build what we're trying to do so i definitely appreciate you Absolutely. as well Absolutely. all right man so uh i don't really have anything else for you we just greatly appreciate you stepping on man we'll actually want to get you one in person one time for sure in the future yeah yeah man this baby got us going crazy over here man nobody told me brother nobody, <laughs> nobody told nobody you told <laughs> nobody told, i you listen i just wanted a baby i just like you know i felt the urge i felt the need to Procreate, to, to recreate myself, yeah, and, and, and man, I, I I didn't know I was, I, you know, I, I talked to my parents the other day. I said, was I like this when I was a baby? They were like, yeah, you were just like this. I said, oh wow, God. why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me <laughs> before, right, before I brought one into the world? All right, man. Well, definitely. Yeah. You know, congratulations on the baby, man. I don't have any kids. You know, Cardi does. <laughs> Emmett don't have none. Elda ain't got none. So we. I can't really relate to you, bro. <laughs> I feel you, pain, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, have one so you can really feel the pain. I'm going to bypass that one for, <laughs> for a while, the I think. <laughs> yeah. Crazy yeah. thing is, bro, if you want to do it, man, do it now, bro, because, boy, I'm trying to tell you, when you get a couple more years on you, boy, whew. Running around with these kids is crazy. Yeah. Round and round we go. Well, yeah. Round and round we go. That's what I think about when I'm mm. kids. I can barely yeah. keep up now, right. so. I'm trying to tell you. I am, man. But, hey, appreciate the call. And uh, I support you guys 100%. Looking forward to being there live one day with y'all. All right, man. I appreciate it, too. All right, All right. Guys. Y'all take care. Thank you so much Later. for calling in. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and get into... The main sip. The main sip. Cue the tragedy that's about to occur. Hey, L. Such a hater. You know what time it is. 
Hey sippers, do you know what time it is? Time for the main sip, the main sip. I said it's time for the main sip, the main sip. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. I get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. She says tragedy, but everyone's head's nodding. The main sip, I said it's time for the main sip. The beat is hot. The main sip, get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. I get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Ah. Yes, 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 yes. So what we talking about today? What we talking about, Tay? What we talking about? All right, guys, me. today we are talking about the best of 2009. Two, 2009, 2019. 2019. You're trying, trying to go back 10 years? Let's not do that. Actually, I do. Mm-mm. Can you imagine it's Mm-mm. been 10 years since 2009? Wait, even worse. No Can thanks. you imagine that it's been 20 years since 1999? Do you guys remember, like, the Y2K drama? I graduated in 1999. Of course I remember it. Like, does it feel that long ago? 20 years? It did not seem like no. it's been 20 years, but man, no. it goes by super fast, like Someone man. said that to me the other day. They were like, yeah, it's been 20 years since 1999. I was like, no, it's not. No. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you speak sense and logic it to me? It don't seem that far away from my firstborn. That's why I'm like... <laughs> yeah, they always say, you know, it seems like it gets faster and faster. And I have this theory that the reason that it seems like it gets faster is because all we do is work. Yeah, yeah. We just, sure. like, when we're younger, we have time to play and to focus on school or whatnot. But as an adult, we don't have that time. Yeah. We mm-hmm. work so much that it seems like it's getting faster and faster because we don't have any time to ourselves to enjoy the things nah, we do. Which yeah. is what I'm trying to get away from. I'm trying to get away from that. Your to-do list goes bigger and bigger, and so you have less and less time. It's true. All right, let's get into the best of 2019. Can we start off with movies? Yeah, the best movies. What are some of the best of 2019 movies? Can I start it off? Go ahead. Ladies first. I'm going to go ahead and have to shout out Us. Did you guys all see Us? I actually never saw Us. I I didn't see Us. Really? No, I didn't see us. I heard amazing things about it though, but I didn't, I didn't see it. How'd you miss the black shawl? I just, I don't know. Something. To... It was weird. I do, I do use that like that song as my ringtone. I got five. Right. It's so creepy that I love it. But it was a weird. It was weird. It was. It felt very Black Mirrorish. Yeah. Right. My own. My beef with it is. Um, it was a, it was a, he was, he's amazing with symbolism, mm-hmm. yeah. but you got to tie that around to it's still making sense. Mm-hmm. The movie actually doesn't make sense when you watch it twice. Oh yeah. Um, it's kind of like. You're like, wait, but why the fuck in none, in none, like yeah. 65% of the movie makes no sense. Yeah. Oh. I when you watch twice. it, watch it twice, then you're going to be like, but why would the science. Yeah, I didn't what? see it. You saw, you saw Emmett? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I think the biggest thing with that movie is a lot of people were expecting it to be like Get Out. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took a totally different direction. But mm-hmm. I thought it was movie, still, to me, I thought it was very similar. It was like a psycho thriller, like in mm-hmm. your head. It was, but I think they were thinking about it as like a More Get Out racial. Part 2. Yeah. A get Out Part 2. Yeah. I mean, overall, the movie was cool, but it does have a lot of, it gets you to think. There's a lot of I also did not see Get Out. You just don't that like when you gotta watch, you He just don't like George Hill. <laughs> you like that. He don't, you like he don't want to support the bruh. Yeah, you're like, trying to support the I like him, though. I no. like him, you but watch like it out. You cannot like him in his two debut movies I like, you have not seen. I like Comedy Central. Nah, <laughs> nah watch Get Out. You'll, yeah, you'll like that one. Yeah, like you, yeah that, that makes sense. That yeah. one, yeah, that movie yeah. makes sense. <laughs> so I think another top movie for 2019 was The Ventures Endgame. Yeah, of course. Yeah, right. Like that one. Well, we were talking about that earlier in here. That's like the 
climatic end of of it all. Spoiler alert. Did you guys think that Tony was going to die? It's not really a spoiler alert. You haven't seen it by now. There was one or two people that had That's on your point. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was going to be out of... I knew it was going to be out of Cap and... Um, and Robert Downey. Robert's just getting too old for the role. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when his contract ended and then, you know, with Chris Evans, I know he said he wanted to do other things. He yeah. wants to direct too. So I knew it was like, one of them are gonna die. It had to be a major, a, a major person. Who else could it have been? You said, you said Cap and um, Iron, Cap Man. Iron Man. Those are the only ones that were like really, cause if Thor died, it would, it would suck, but he hasn't been the spearhead of... But they did yeah. a weird thing. They switched, like, the Thor isn't Thor anymore. Thor isn't Chris Helmsworth. It's, like, um the girl now. The girl, yeah. Jane Foster. Which I don't like it. I want Thor to be Thor. Yeah. Thor, I think that was the biggest surprise for me is watching the character of Thor and, and that movie, How They Struggle. He was so struggled. good. I loved him in that. I hate yeah, it. I, it was. Why? Some people don't like. Some don't like funny, funny well, parts of of action movies. Well, it's, what it was was, like, they kind of. I know they wanted to play with the balance of like, Thor and making him a more like, you know, dynamic character with the you know this all funny he was and the other one, but it's like, he became like a like a fucking goofball in like Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. even the part where remember where, where he met the grand uh, grandmaster he's like screaming like a little girl yeah, it was kind of like it's the same Thor bro like it it started to become too goofy and I don't know I was disappointed what they did to Hulk in that movie yeah they dwarfed him well, well I, you know what I actually didn't mind Hulk's part and how he right. was in that movie it was just like, he wasn't the Hulk Right? Yeah. He wasn't the Hulk though. It was like he got punked by death. He was the Hulk of 2019, <laughs> where like toxic masculinity is a thing, and like yeah. somebody went to like a HR like class, and they were like, reel it in, okay? You can't just be running around, pretty much smashing pretty much. people. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, if you watch the first one, I mean, he got handled by that, and it was just yeah. like you would have thought, I thought that they were going to redeem that. Redeem that now. They did not. That's true. Morning. They never, like, Hulk never redeemed himself. And he got mm-hmm. handled by Thanos. Thanos still walks around to me as the Oh, G. I think he's the greatest uh, villain of all time, I think, for me personally. Like, he was wrecking shit. And I... I it was weird when he lost to Killmonger, though, for the best uh, villain. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I liked Killmonger, but Thanos was... That was another level. Yeah, and I didn't read uh, all those comics. I was not uh, fortunate enough growing up to own many comics at all, and so I didn't really know the story of what to expect from from Thanos. Mm-hmm. And so, when when he in the very first one before when he snapped his fingers and everybody yeah. was gone, I was like, "What the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, what happened?" And shout out to like my my like. 2019 actor of the year has to be um, Josh Brolin who played Thanos yeah. and Cable. Yeah. And Cable, yeah, yeah like he <laughs> was just out here being the best bad guy you ever did see. So what about um, Dolomite? Is my name? You think that was one of the best ones I of see it. 2019? I haven't finished it. I started it, it too, and I it's captivating. It. I yeah, but I didn't finish it though. It's gotten great reviews. Um, I enjoyed it, I, yeah. and I, it was great to see Eddie Murphy. Back acting and doing something liquor? that. Hmm? Do you have liquor? I do have some liquor. I only have Can some I have rum a though. Tap? Uh, Shay will have to get it over there. Um, but Eddie Murphy just hasn't been. It's around the corner by, by the fridge. 
Eddie Murphy hadn't really done a show or a movie in a long time or a good movie. I was going to say so, one worth it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and so Mr. it was good Doolittle to see him. doesn't count? Nah. nah. Especially two. Yeah. <laughs> and so now he's back. He said he, he, he just signed that Netflix deal that he's going to do a comedy show. Uh, yeah. So that would be good as well. Uh, you think any other movies? Somebody stand up special, right? Yeah, because he said he was going to go back on tour too. Because I don't like Eddie Murphy stand up is so good. Like, like the old stand up was mm-hmm. so good. But I wonder with the way the climate is, how politically he already apologized to the oh, yeah. the the LG carried for. But I'm not even talking about that. But I'm, I don't know if Eddie Murphy's like comedy, even Martin Lawrence's too. I don't know if those old black comedians. If their comedy would still work in like that's today's what I'm saying. climate, yeah, I don't. When when I saw that, he already apologized. Mm-hmm. You know, because for me, again, I said like I said, kindness is hypocrisy. I don't think anything should be off limits for comedians. Yeah, and, I don't think so either. Yeah, like you, you know, like my, it ruins comedy. It ruins yeah. comedy when you don't allow them to to push barriers and make fun mm-hmm. of ourselves and other people. At the but same that's the funny thing, though. It's yep. like comedians at the most. Most of the time, I think the successful ones end up like I think Kevin Hart is so successful because Kevin's punchline is himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But a lot of comedians, their punchlines are other, other people. people. So you're making fun of someone else struggles. at someone else's expense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that is where the issue comes in. I don't. You never hear like. Black people up in a roar about a black comedian talking about black struggles and black issues and mm-hmm. maybe being stereotypical and being mm-hmm. crazy because mm-hmm. they have like they have entrance into that category. Same thing with like you never hear women like you know doing the same thing in terms of women issues or LGBT issues. I think you have to be sensitive to the class that you're not in because if we say they're too sensitive, then what's like the white guy who has the nigger joke? Then, I did hear. Then we can't. Mm. I did hear a nigger joke that made me laugh. For a white guy. Mm. Well, how did it he's go? He's Mexican. Do you actually. remember it? It was Louis C.K. and he had this bit where he was talking about. Um, he was like, I'm like mildly racist, and he's he's like he was at uh Starbucks. No, 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 it was it was a Starbucks type place, and say that the white guy made his uh. It was a white guy behind the um like a dude white guy like yeah bro, <laughs> they said that he made the uh. The coffee, he said he took a sip and walked away was like, that nigga made the shit out of my coffee. <laughs> and I was like, on the floor, but the way that he framed it, framed uh, it yeah. and you go on YouTube, you'll see nigger Jim. Uh, and it uh, makes you go like, what? Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, you know, I don't know. My, my sense of humor is that, though. I don't, you know, I'm just, I don't expect everybody to be like me, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, um. I'm not easily offended, um, especially when it comes to comedians. I take everything in the in the arena that it's in. Yeah. Right. It's like I I, I do think there's a difference between telling a joke with ra- racial undertones and telling jokes that are blatantly racist. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, but what I I don't think is that that most people know the difference between the two or know how to navigate the boundaries of those. Mm-hmm. And so they tend to fall pretty hard into one or the other. Like, you know? Yeah. I, I, I just think that's a, it's an issue when it's not your group. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why, again, kindness is hypocrisy. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, like, uh, it's like, well, he shouldn't like say it. that. 
right? Because he says something about black people, but then I laugh at like a Mexican joke or I laugh at mm-hmm. a gay joke. Or, or a I black person making fun about a white person. A black person making fun of a white person or Islam or Christian. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, here's a simple solution. Click, turn the shit off and just go do something yeah, else versus expecting for people. Like, I just don't get the... It's about but like, people supposed to give a damn about our feelings type thing. That's just how I'm wired. For me, it's just like it's arena for everything. Yeah. And once you start trying to dictate what's okay and what's not okay, then you start fucking you start fucking with art. Period. That might be a good topic to talk about. Emmy, what's another show? Well, I'm a oh, movie. Sorry. Well, I don't know about movie wise. What you got? Just feeding off of what you're saying, like the Dave Chappelle special. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Sticks and stones. You know, you caught it. Heck for that, but everybody caught it though. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, you got another movie, L? Did you guys see Shaft? I did not see Shaft. Not see what it? Is it? What have you seen? Like, what have you seen? <laughs> That's a better question. Like, I, what movie have you seen? I saw uh, Endgame. I saw. That was good. I don't know. I mean, I seen I seen a lot of movies, but I didn't see I didn't see those particular ones. I'm a movie buff. I like movies. I, man, I actually, they that movie got shit on hard. Shaft, I liked it. Yeah. It was good. I, I thought it was it. cute. I, I thought it was very shafty. Like mm-hmm. if you, ever... that's the problem. You saw the the Brian Tomatoes is very very mm-hmm. liberal, and so right. it was like, you know, he still had like gay jokes. Mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson, you yeah, know, make you saying insinuating that his son was gay because he didn't like pussy like the way mm-hmm. he thought he should. Mm-hmm. And but I thought the movie was good. It wasn't like, you know. I don't mind rave about it, but it was it was good. Yeah, except we definitely want to know you know movies that you thought were the best of 2019 for sure. Can we move into TV shows? Yeah, all I have is topics or trending topics. So, yes. Okay, so TV shows. We have to talk about Game of Thrones. I was like late. Yeah, I, I was late. You were late to the party. I on was that super one. late I never to saw the party. You missing out, bro. But I showed up on time, though. I showed up at <laughs> the ending. Fashionably late. I showed up fashionably late, but I came and spent it on the kids real quick. <laughs> and so that was amazing. Like the last two or three. Ep- okay, I got to the very. What was it, the third to last episode? And, I mean, spoiler alert, but like really you should know by now, when they actually killed the um, Night King. Yeah. And I was like, what the, what the hell? La, 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 la. What else is gonna happen? You ain't, if you ain't, look, Cardi, if you ain't watch it by now, bro, that's on you, and ain't no spoiler alerts on <laughs> like, you. Like, ain't this done already? What are we gonna <laughs> do these next three episodes? And then the next three episodes were fire. It was amazing. I would just say that I thought that they kind of rushed the last season. True. You know, they, they they rushed it. They did like seven episodes when they really could have been like more. Yeah, they rushed it, and I guess you know they just had to end it. But I I still thought it was good. Jon Snow is probably one of, one of the best characters you know, of all time. Of all time for I, sure. I want them to do a spinoff so bad of Jon Snow in the North becoming the King of the North, like the King yeah. of the North North. Well, they do have some kind of spinoff that's going to start from Game of Thrones. I can't remember what it is, but I would like to see a spinoff from that and a spinoff of Arya Stark. Yes! I'm obsessed with Arya. First of all, she killed the Night King Mm -hmm. in the best motherfucking move that there was possible. She dropped the knife. I'm about to step outside. I was so... I was like, she is so gangster. On a move move she learned from someone else. (laughs) Yes! She is so thug-like. Arya was the thuggest of all thugs. When you think about Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones is really a story about the unforgotten becoming strong. You think about all the people who rose to the top, right? Mm-hmm. Jon Snow was a bastard child who ended up rising to the top. Right. The short guy, 
was a bastard, bastard child. Because he was a midget. He was a midget, and he he rose to the top. Even Danny, the, the, even Danny the drag, the, mm-hmm. the, the queen of the dragons. She was she was not. So, and then um, the, the guy, the boy, got paralyzed. What's his name? The broken one. The broken yeah, one. Um, Brand. Brand. He got so he be- weird. That, yeah. That's the one thing I wish that they had not gone so far left with him. That he was like just a fucking weirdo. So yeah, so yeah, Game of Thrones definitely Psycho was a good life. one. Yeah, nobody still watched Evil. I bet. I haven't watched Evil. I'm not coming back until y'all watch it. Well, <laughs> <Ryan>. <laughs> I've seen it all over my uh, Fire Stick. But Did I you guys seen see when they see us? Yes. That was a good one. First of all, Evan, I'm like, I need, we, why are we not recording right now? Because Evan does these faces of affirmation when you say stuff that he agrees with. He'd be like, yes. <laughs> yeah, like he does like the, the mama like lip thing. Like, you got it, boo. Like, you got it right there. It's so good. And the dimples come out to play. Uh, no, I haven't seen that one at all. So I can't, I can't see Literally, it. what have you seen, no. dear sir? When they, when they see us, it's a, it's a good one, man. It's just so many. It's so many good TV shows out there. It's hard for me to pick up another one. Like I watch Ray Donovan. I watch Bosch. I watch uh, Watchmen. I watch. And I just, I just, I just can't I add gotta, another but, one. Yeah, I gotta, uh, I gotta watch. Start watching Watchmen. When I found out that none of the characters were in it, I was like, I don't. It's so good. I'm I was like, about, I don't want to see this later. shit, but yeah. I heard it was amazing. So I'm. Uh, what are some 2019 like TV shows that you had to like you lived by this year? Mm, 2019 shows that I lived by. Uh, what which uh, one did you constantly watching? I mean, I like I said, I just I really just love Ray Donovan. Just started back up. Um, the actor was weird to me. I don't know his face is so weird. It's hard for me to get over it. Um, what's the other one? Jack Ryan, which was amazing. Is that with John Krasinski? I don't know the actor's name, but okay. so that's another. That's those are shows that stand out for me. What about you, Emma? What 2019 shows are your been your jam? Man, well, you know, I, I like The Walking Dead. Even though The Walking Dead is good, that's no. definitely one of my one of my good favorite ones. I'm feeling some kind of way about this season though. It's just like Alpha, you tired? You tired of Alpha? They're making weird decisions. Yeah, yeah. It's no still, if they're still, it's still going. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's still going. I clearly, I clearly don't watch it. It's literally, I feel like it's been forever. Exactly, Shay. It's still kind of weird trying to get used to, like, Riggs not there, so it's just like... Yeah, he'll be back, I think, eventually. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, they're doing a movie, and okay. the, the reason he left the show was because he wasn't spending enough time with his family. family. He's from mm-hmm. Europe somewhere. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, from um, obviously, yeah, and I don't know. If, if he does come back, it'll probably be like a... But I don't think he will, because Michonne's leaving, too. Is Michonne leaving? Yeah. What? Is that, is that, is that been final? Don't tell me that. That's gonna break my heart because yeah. Michonne is my yeah. girl, man. She leaving. She. I don't think she's gonna die. Leaving. She better not die. She died oh, before I stopped watching it. What other TV shows though? Leaving on the midnight train. Mm mm. Mm mm. Y'all watch Black Lightning? I started off watching that. I got away from it though. What's the one that boys? Boys. Have you guys seen boys? The boys. The boy. The boys. Yes. The boys that has good. to be. That's, a, that was my favorite show of 2019. Yeah. Amazon, that and Good Omen. Good Omen. I think you put me on the Good Omen. Was it you? I started watching Good Omen. Good Omen was really good too. They do the the boys like a deconstruction of um, superheroes. Superheroes mm-hmm. like uh, it's like superheroes gone bad. Like, have you seen it? No, I haven't dude. Seen it. Oh, it's so good. Like super, it's like superheroes, but like in a with, su- with no more flaws. In an Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook world where they're addicted to fame, like celebrities, mm-hmm. and so them like 
it's why them, them being it's, celebrities. It's really raw. It ain't something. What are you saying? You got kids? Something. Say, I, I like put it on with my kids, and I was like, okay, all right. Um, so <laughs> I rather them see Lizzo ass out than than that. Some of, some of that stuff. Can it's, we? Sorry, go ahead. It's a little intense. All right, can we get into music? Can what? We, can we do topics? Yeah, we can do topics. All right, so movie. I mean, uh, for topics, some of these are topics that are the to- hottest. Well, I won't say hottest topics, but topics that happened in 2019. Y'all can kind of give your thoughts on it. So the Brazilian rainforest catching on fire. There's been an 84% increase in fire since 2018. So how do you think that's a... I how like you feel about that? Literally, like, I don't understand how we don't realize that the world is literally, like, going to hell in a handbasket. Like, we know that if we keep, if we stay in the projected way that we're staying, that we are going to be, we're putting the earth in irreversible, like, damage. Yeah. And... Like we keep getting hotter, the like like we keep burning up the burning down the rainforest. Yeah, we, we, have, we have fires everywhere. We have fires everywhere. The North Pole is literally melting, and yet we're still producing plastic at a ridiculous weight. Like a ridiculous. People still want to deny that uh, climate warming yeah. is not happening. It's it insane. Exist. It and it's the funny thing is uh, when I found out that they're seriously talking about going to Mars. And mm. terraforming Mars they want for to. Earth to be Earth. So you're gonna go to Mars, terraform it. You got those resources to terraform that planet to Earth. How about turning Earth the fuck back to Earth? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like, I realize, yeah. like literally, it's too expensive. <laughs> we would need to stop produ- like the production of plastic in specifically. And think about everything you touch in your life, in your day-to-day, that has plastic in it. Not just plastic, also fossil fuels. Like, we would have to get yeah. away from all the cars that produce all these, few, these fuels. Right. Just don't do it. It's possible. Yeah, it would just take drastic, and it would, the problem is, the billionaires that own and control this company, it would immediately impact their, their bottom, bottom line. line. Yeah. I mean, you see it's Congress that gives it down. Yeah, you see whose platform is like we're gonna reform coal. I'm like, man, everybody else is moving away. From moving away from the United States is falling further and further behind. Other yeah, countries are doing a way ahead of the game. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and so like we don't have good infrastructure on our on our, on our trains. No. Um, our, our roads are falling apart. We don't have many solar wind. Like we, our military is straight though. Military is straight. All, you know what? Though, <laughs> That's I, like I think we. <laughs> We can fight, though. We'll have this conversation later. We are the bully in the elementary school who, like, is failing the grade, but we beat people ass out in the playground, like, in recess, so everybody respects us. Like, we popular, we popping, but we can't read, though. You know, like, that's who we are. You know, like, I think we spend too much money in the military, but at the same time, I'm glad that we have the military that we do. Yeah, because the world is fucking crazy. The world is crazy. So that was one topic. So another topic that was uh, trending a lot was Area 51. They can't stop us all. Oh, <laughs> Y'all remember that? Yeah. Hilarious. Man. Like, what were they going to do? I like, had so much fun with that. <laughs> right? Like, I don't understand. Do y'all think aliens are real? We, it's impossible for us to be the only intelligent. Impossible? Impossible? You think it's impossible? Impossible. Oh, well, it's, yeah, improbable. Well, well singing today, huh? You are. That's the crazy thing. Cinderella, shout out to Whitney Houston and Brandy. It, you ever heard of like the Fermi paradox? The Fermi paradox? It sound, so. That sounds like a, a, a Yamaguchi doll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> the Fermi paradox. <laughs> well, yeah, like there's a lot of these like theories out there. One of them, you know, like uh, 
because of like you know travel like light speed travel unless they have light speed traveling capabilities mm-hmm. they're probably way too far for us to ever see them mm-hmm. and vice versa I don't care if there's aliens. We can't deal with the motherfuckers that we know are in this planet. Like, we are having issues with humans just treating humans nicely. Let's not, like, add a whole extra thing. They leaving us alone, let's leave them alone. I don't care if they're there or not. I just want them to leave us the hell alone because we we haven't struggled. We struggling with just our own right now. But I think it goes back to a point of people, like, here in the United States, we are big talkers about doing something but then we don't do it like we, we complain we complain about the we government but we don't go and do more than just protesting yeah. so these people say oh we're going to storm area 51 they can't stop us all Man. they ain't do shit they stop, do it, you know what i mean rockefeller records because we get down baby <laughs> <laughs> what is in a singing mood i'm on it though i see uh, another one i need to do trivia today like music trivia. <laughs> right. i am on it Another Say big topic word. is the cottage admission scandal. Felicity Huffman and oh. Lori. That I was just, a big topic. I think it's privileged people being privileged people. I I appreciate that Felicity Huffman like owned up to it, opposed to Becky from Full House. She like you know pretty much was like, no, I don't know what happened. But Felicity was like, no, it was me. It was wrong. Um, I don't know if giving her jail time. I think giving her jail time was important. Did she get? She didn't get a lot though. What she get? She got like two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, that was it. Weeks. She got two weeks. And, and she got I, like a fifty thousand dollar fine. I think personally. She should have paid tuition for like ten kids. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like I still like that she got two weeks of vac- of jail time because that, <laughs> vacation. No, you had vacation. You got vacation. Right, but still, like two weeks for her in jail, even if it's like you know club med jail it's still more than like she's ever yeah. been disciplined. You know what I mean? But I think what they should have done is they should have hit him in the pockets. They should have paid for tuition for like mm. 10 other or 15 other kids for the duration, like four years to make up for this scandal. So she got two weeks, but then that black woman got like five years for... For, read, for, yeah. for lying about her address, for those yeah. who don't know. I, I, I was told this by um, one of our friends, though, is that we go into things like as if everybody understands or knows the story. Mm. So oh, for okay. people who don't know, there was a black lady who got how much time? Uh, I don't know how many years she got, but she had more years. She, she got, got more time. years. She, she got, got a lot of time. years opposed yeah. to two weeks. She got years for lying on her address, her home address, so that her kid could get into a, a A school opposed to the F school that her mm. neighborhood demanded. And you, obviously, you want your kids to go to the best school to get a better education. This yeah. is what, this she what got they years. did. Years. Yeah. yeah. Another one, mute R. Kelly. That's something that a big t- happened in 2019. It was about time. Mute R. Kelly or yeah, mute? mute. What was the laugh? What? Party's <laughs> Party, what you feeling? Mm. Yeah, that's one of the ones there. I think it was time, though. Well, it was yeah, definitely I think we, I think we all knew, I think we all knew for a very long time that he was... Mm. No, we're talking about shit. him just... Getting cased up, or are we talking about all of it? They wanted to turn his the silence of his music. That's, that's technically oh. two different things, but we co- okay. combining them to one. Oh. I thought that's what what you meant. We when the mute Mark Kelly. Well, that was the hashtag that was trending was mute okay. R, mute R Kelly, and I think it's all. Of, I think it yeah. incorporates all of it personally. Yeah. Um. What do you think? Well, as far as him being locked, yeah, send that nigga away. Like, yeah, <laughs> put that nigga under a jail or two, but. <clears throat> like this music still should be allowed to play. play. I don't know. I it's don't know. It's so hard. It is. 
It's like, okay, so listen, I felt so guilty because when, like, I was listening to Friend of Mine by Kelly Price, which has Ron Isley, and it, it and R. Kelly slips in there, right? Like, I was, I didn't remember that he slipped in. And then it got me on this Ron Isley, R. Kelly, which was like a partnership made in musical heaven. Yeah. And then I had to listen to the whole download series, like download series. great music. It's and, great music. It's like some of his, his early work was It's like, so like, good. Certain memories. Like, but he is a predator. Oh, yeah. No, I'm yes. glad that he's locked up. It, he should have been locked up a long time ago. You what? know what I think about R. Kelly? R. Kelly is literally the example, like the exemplification of the rapey uncle mm. that everybody yeah. avoids at the black cookout. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't understand, like, why do we avoid him? Why don't we just kick him out the cookout? Family. And so I'm so glad that we finally kicked mm. him out the cookout, but then I feel bad still eating his sweet potato pie. But you know, it goes, like, back, you yeah, know? It goes back to that to the, the, that question. It's like, uh, can we separate the, the artist or entertainer from the, the human being of what their personal yeah. life is? Because... Yeah. Like his, I think his music was great. Can yeah. we not listen to his music because of what he did? Same thing with I with can. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, yeah. his his Cosby show is an amazing show. I know. And I and I enjoyed it. It created great memories for me. And I still will watch clips. Right. You know, because I'm separating the two. Same thing with Kanye. Kanye is controversial. Yeah. But he make also at a point in time made amazing music. It's, and then it's like, well, how far does it go yeah. with? Not uh, fucking with R. Kelly because he wrote so many songs. Yeah. That yeah, for other people, people don't know about. Yeah. It's like what? Yeah, what? I personally, I'm not listening to R. Kelly like, stuff that I know R. Kelly mm. was involved in, just because like when you if you watch the series about the R. Kelly, if you know or and now like new information's come Coming out up, about Aaliyah, Aaliyah like he, he bribed somebody, bribed someone when she was 15 to like. He's a full-blown predator. And, like, I can't, in my head, like, personally support someone who I know is a predator. Because every time you listen, R. Kelly gets not... R. Kelly's... He's a different kind of artist because not only did he, like, sing his music, but he wrote and produced his mm. music. So but he doesn't have... Uh, Seems like you're ready. Well, he so it's stuff. So he don't even get... A lot of that stuff, you don't even get money from it. Yeah, but like you still, every time you listen to him, he you are you are supporting him. He is getting level, money. Yeah. He is getting money from it, and so you're supporting him in a sense. And I, I can't. But people like to turn thing. people like to turn their their blame one person, but turn their eyes to other person. Like I love Jay Z. Yeah. But if you've seen photos recently, there's photos out with Jay Z and Aaliyah, and Aaliyah was still not 18 yet. But they were they were and he, Aaliyah was dating Dame Dash and. Jay Z had a, apparently had a crush on Aaliyah, and they were. But then the, the news well. came out that, that she was 18 at that point. Oh, was she? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So he was still there. Was still a huge age difference between yeah. Aaliyah and R. Kelly. Well, he, he like him young, Beyonce. Yeah, but she was legal at that point. Um, I don't know. It's hard because R. Kelly yeah. is like a true. I don't listen to it. Honestly, I, I don't listen to it anymore in general. I yeah. mean, I would if it came up. I'm not going to turn it, but I don't go out of my, my way to do it anymore. Me. And this is how. Not, yeah. yeah. This is the thing. I've decided like if you keep, if you're an artist who keeps your life separate and quiet, then I don't care about what you do in your personal life. Like yeah. Dave East just recently is in the news because he apparently um, got into a fight during a threesome. What? <laughs> First of all, don't y'all want to live Dave wow. East life? 
um, Davies uh, had a threesome, and apparently he was giving one of the girls a little bit too much too love. Too much business. Because the other girl like like flipped out and started flinging bottles at him. Oh, he's doing it wrong. She supposed to be. She supposed to be. Bu- no, no. She was. She was feeling some type of way. Apparently, and she supposed to be busy anyway. She's saying that he assaulted her, but mm. that it goes back and forth. There is like pictures of him with like, like he he has messed up face because wow. of the glass sharding. But like. It's sharding. like sharding. That sounded so bad. <laughs> 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 the I glass sharding. sharding. The guy sharded. You know what I mean? Typical threesome. But yeah. like Jay East generally is so private about his life. Like you yeah. don't see him a lot of captions about him. Mm. So I don't care about like I, I I respect his privacy more than like a Takashi Six Nine who's like always on social. Well, he was always on social yeah. media. Yeah. You know what I mean? So here's another one, Jesse Smollett. Do you, guys, do, you do you think he's lying or not? Do you think he's suing the Chicago Police Department right now? For Maybe he wasn't lying. For him to still be suing, is he just that cocky that he can get away with it? Or I don't know. All evidence points to the fact that he was lying, yeah. but he has never came out and said but otherwise. But what evidence, though? They say that the guys the, that he that, that the originally two said brothers, it. But he said he's never talked to them, and he says the Chicago police flipped them and mm. made them do this story that's his argument he's like i've never had that experience mm-hmm. he's like but at the point that he did it he was really popular like yeah. he was popping he had no reason to do it yeah when it then someone said somebody he wanted a bigger um paycheck yeah um, i mean everybody sure. wants a bigger paycheck right but like enough to like literally create this ass nine story like this crazy story yeah. I don't know. I, he moves weird. He the way he moves. I, I'm not surprised he did that shit. Yeah. He said as soon as it happened, I'm the gay Tupac. It was. <laughs> he said he's a gay Tupac. Yeah. Oh wow. At a show, like he was like, yeah, he came out. That's a little much. That's a little much. But it's the Chicago the police department. Look, they are literally known for corruption. They're literally known for like lying, straight up lying and planting evidence on people. But the thing, so we, can't, we really but trust it, them. But the thing is though, why? What would be the motive for them to flip them and 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 to do that? There's no motive. Police department. There's no motive. Like what more? What's the motive for any police department to fuck with black people? But it would it would have made more sense for them to support the celebrity and get the the good publicity that comes with. Hey, we found the criminals. Blah blah blah. Here, and that's what went down. Instead of trying to flip them to, to create this controversy. No, it's actually, it's the opposite. It's the opposite. It, it looks better for them that Jesse, quote unquote, lied about this versus they have, especially Chicago has a huge homosexual um, like area in downtown mm. called Boys Town. Mm. It's much worse if they think that there are random people going around assaulting gay people in Chicago. They're tour, like, they're How tourists. How is that better, though? That's Worse. That's what I'm saying. It's better for them to flip Jesse and say that he's lying versus there actually being someone like run, walking around assaulting mm, gay people I guess I can in see their that. city. I can see that. Because then it looks like they're not doing their job. Well, if he is lying, I'll give him credit. He's riding into the wheels. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know. Uh, la- uh, last one. Well, two more. Beyonce's homecoming. The video she did. That was a big topic, the whole video, which I still haven't seen the whole video. Yeah. Queen. She took a... Uh, same Pete choreography though, used it. Did she? Yeah, there's a piece of there and there. I don't know about that. Well, no. Also, like, I met the choreographer, so. 
Yeah. <laughs> just because you met, I don't know if I if I believe it or not. I I just know video. from in choreography <laughs> perspective, like I'm a dancer. Mm. It's so easy for things like two. I've seen two separate camps create very similar choreography to like very similar music. Yeah. Because it's very sim like there's similar dance moves that seem to appear and reflect all the time. I don't necessarily know about that, but what I do appreciate about Beyonce is that I feel like. As the years progress, she gets blacker and blacker. Yeah. Which is the opposite. Most celebrities, like, especially when they get to that status, they get whiter and whiter. She getting blacker and blacker. I think she had some kind of epiphany where, well, let's also remember she's a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. And she, I think she realized that, especially black women were looking for this voice or this person who, who, and Beyonce was at a point in her career, she no longer had to cater to Mm -hmm. the other demographic. Right, and so I think the homecoming video spoke volumes to a lot of people because one, it was so black. It's it had the so H- black. It HBCU. was very HBCU, and I didn't. I, I need to go back and watch the whole thing because so many people were talking about it, and people loved it. So, do y'all like the song? Do y'all feel like you know everybody's like she ruined the classic? No, I, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I like I've it. never been to the classic though, so I moved to Orlando now, so I feel like I'm supposed. To, I have to go to the classics. Yeah, the classic was just what? But I've never two been. weeks ago. Yeah. Well, the classic was talking about the, the classic um, song. The yeah. classic song. The um, before I let go. Yeah. yeah. Before yeah. I let go. A lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people are like she ruined the classic. You know. They it's ain't like, why does that have to be a rule? Why can't it ever be like respect? It's a, she put a spin on it. Yeah. But you still can't touch the classic. That's no, not you can't. Always you, you can't touch That's, the classic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't mess up the classic. The classic is two separate things. Yeah. You know, and I thought she did a good job with it. Again. She catering to her her base. Yeah, you know what I mean. Put a spin on it. I think entertainers do that all the time. And I think it's homage too, because I think we're we're in that generation where we know the original. But like my nephews, they never like Beyonce's version is the first version they've ever heard. My daughter said uh, she heard my band and she uh, we were doing. It was like a cover gig, and we did before I let go. And she was like, "Dad, that was Beyonce's song." Mm-hmm. Like, I will. Did you feel yeah, like yeah. stuff you back into your mother? We <laughs> we are our parents now at this point. Mm-hmm. Remember in the nineties? Yeah, they were resampling stuff. We were like, "Oh, this is banging." Mm-hmm. My mom was like, "Oh, that's blah blah blah." I'm like, "No, it's not." Yeah. Was, yes, it is. And then as you get older, you're like, "Damn, it was." Yeah, that whole bad boy sound. That's a whole yeah. bad boy. Oh, yeah. The entire bad boy sound with everything was I'm, resampled. I was like, "What?" <laughs> Hearing. Um, it's bad boy. Yeah. All right, last one. The government shutdown. Because that went from 2018 into 2019. So that was something that was Real big numbers. that happened as well. Yeah. You know? That so. was ridiculous. I forgot all about that. Actually. Yeah, I did too. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. This year has been, don't you kind of feel like 2019 has been like a year? It's been like, it's been I'm going to beat your ass year. That's yeah, what it's been it a is. really long year. Yeah. 2019 got them things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So are we gonna do? We gonna do a couple TV shows? What do you wanna do? Are we gonna do songs. some more songs? Yes. All right. So let's let let's finish this up or close this up with what has been like your biggest jams of 2019? The songs that have like really meant something to you or made you bop. So according to uh, my Spotify, I already gotta say like we talked about her earlier, but Lizzo's. That's been your top. Um, which one is it? It's the, it's, uh, you know, Thick Girls. Can we play that, Shay? The one with Missy Elliott? Yeah, with Missy Elliott. That is my shit. First of all, I feel like the baddest hey, bitch. Thick Girls. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the baddest bitch listening to it is my official Get Ready song, like when I'm about to go out with the girls. 
and tempo. That's what it's called. And I'm just like, it's good. And first of all, Missy Elliott is that's like not, the That's gem. not my favorite song by Lizzo. It's not my favorite, but it's one of my favorites. For me, for her, it's Truth Hurts or Juicy. <laughs> As Elle started dancing as soon as the song came on. Yeah. Ah. I feel like this is a fucking. Can you turn that up? Yeah. What? What? Hey. Catch that. Yeah, for it's me. So good. My, my, my number one artist for 2019 was Anderson Pack. That was my number one artist. Anderson who? Anderson dot Pat P A A K. I don't think I've ever heard anything. I'm sure you have. Cause I played so many of it. He's dope. Yeah. Like I, I suggest going on to NPR. Wait, your number one isn't Travis Scott? No, no, not at all. I like Travis Scott though. Like I'm a huge Travis. Y'all already know how he do Travis. But Scott. Travis Scott ain't really been that hot in 2019 though. Most of the songs I played were from 2018 from Travis Scott. Oh. This is Anderson Pat. Okay. Yeah, so that's been my top artist. Emmett, who you got? Who's your top artist? Man, I'm sitting here trying to think right now, man. Yeah. I listen to so much music this week. You know who was like white that I like? Um, <laughs> that was odd today with this wow. colorism. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> who? I'm just very aware right now. I'm actually like talking about stereotypes and, and discrimination in a separate like group with my friends. And so I'm just really conscious of color at the moment. It's like not a bad thing though. It's just no, a it's not. It's just a recognition of what it is. But like Sean Mendez Mercy, have you listened to that song? Mm-mm. Mercy. That boy can sing. Never heard of him. And what? it's good. It is good. Like yeah. he, oh boy, oh boy, showing out. Cardi, who you got? You got somebody? Yes, Lucky Day. I like Lucky True. Day. That's yeah. my I Lucky like Lucky Day. Day. Lucky Day mm-hmm. is really good. Uh, NPR Tiny Desk Concerts, right? So I was gonna say. Uh, Anderson Pack did one on there. Go and check his his concert out. But okay. Raphael Sadiq yes. did one, yeah. and he brought out Lucky Day. A legend. Day. Yeah. And Lucky Day, but Lucky Day, he's from New Orleans, right? I think he's from I New so, Orleans. Yeah. I like Lucky Day a lot. His tone, man. Yeah. Oh man. I like. Man, Tank and the Bangers. Yes. So good. Someone else talked about Tank and the Bangers. Dude. Somebody, I, I had not Monster heard of it. We did it. Uh, we did Gasparilla. Mm. Um. Which I guess would be my favorite 2019 one. When we did Gasparilla, Tank and the Bangers perform. I had never heard of them until um, Spotify 2019 rap came out and someone mm-hmm. else said, oh, my favorite was Tank and the Bangers. I was like, who is that? So I'm going to go look them up. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, I know I said this is going to be the last one, but can we, I have one more. Can we do one more? Sure. Okay. Last one. What has been, this is prompted by, by Cardi, what has been your personal favorite 2019 moment? My personal favorite 2000, I think obviously for me, it had to be the publishing of Noesis. Yes, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Where can they find that again? So you can find it on Amazon. You can find it on uh, so audiobook here shortly. I'm almost done with that. Uh, you can order it directly from me um, at anordiclifecoaching.com. But yeah, I mean, because I didn't know, I always wanted to write a second book. I'm going to write more. But there was a period in time where I didn't know if I, when I would finish that second book. Have you ever considered doing workshops for like writers, like doing monthly workshops? There was something that I just recently got into it in Orlando. They have like this monthly workshop thing for writers who are interested in writing. Mm. And it's always something that's been interest, like interesting to me, 
and I yeah. wanted to pursue. But it's one of those things you don't never know how. Mm. But this is cool because they allow them to like you can read chapters or you can talk about your ideas. Like you can help develop other people other with people. their dream because it's so inspiring that you are able to do that. And I think other people need more help. Yeah, like I've definitely thought about it because the same thing I've thought about doing a, a a black podcasters conference with people who want to do podcasting but know how to do it and bring people on who've been successful at it you know yeah. teach other people but that's one reason why i i do help other people with podcasting because you know a pretty good girls podcast i'm not doing that forever but i felt like those two people will be good doing the podcast i wanted to help them learn how to do it so they oh, can do it so i want yeah. a guest on it you should tell them i'll do it i'll tell them i'll tell them that's cool. So yeah, that was for me my book. What about you? My favorite has to be. So you guys know I do the Seven World Wonders for my birthday. Um, officially, yes, I'm, I'm still jealous What's of you that? for all that. She travels so to all the Seven World. So for every year of my birthday, I do one of the World Wonders. That's dope. Yeah. So this year has been like a, a instrumental year. I officially like got over the hump. Mm. So I've done more than I have to do. So I was number. This year was number four, and I did it with my mama. We went to Brazil. Mm. We went to Christ the Redeemer. And my mm. mom is really like my spiritual leader in my life. She's definitely who I go to for guidance and support. And so going to Brazil and going to Christ the Redeemer and like standing there with her and praying. We prayed, yeah. obviously. It was such a... Moving experience. Yeah. yeah. Like I am... I'm so happy I got to have it with my mom. Like, I couldn't think of anybody better who I wanted to be with. It was so, like, sitting there, like, standing there and praying in front of it. And, like, everyone's praying around you. And just, like, that love and that support. And definitely in that moment, I was feeling low. And I felt it, like, lifted me so high. I, that was my definitely my best moment in 2019. That's right. dope. Cardi? What about you, Cardi? Um, I think, yeah, like I was saying, Gasparilla, um, the reason why that's... <clears throat> one of my favorite moments of 2019 is because they had, you know, the headliners. And one thing I appreciate about that, some festivals will put you on a trash stage and put mm. the big performers mm. on a nice stage. We all had just nice. like the same stage. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And um, so they had like Far Side and they had other big acts mm. right across from us. And the fact that some people came to us after and, and said that we were their favorite performance of the evening that shit was crazy hundreds of people sitting there just you know um we're doing black girl magic with all the white folks around mm-hmm. and these you see white girls in the crowd black girl magic it's just <laughs> for the sippers who may not know because you didn't hear the, the first episode that cardi was on he has his own band called venus blue uh, that's a bay bay area band that it's a dope band dope band I'm looking forward to seeing what y'all are doing in the future, man. I definitely hope that y'all blow up the way that y'all y'all should or can. Appreciate that, bro. Hey, man, you sweating, bro. You hot. I know. This is wrong, What's your top moment? Man, I would actually say just traveling all together, man. I've yeah. traveled to a lot more places. That's awesome. And I was able to check off Vegas off my list. Vegas is fun. Yeah, that was my first time ever in Vegas this year. Did you go to the July. Red Light District? Yeah, you did. You went to the little bunny club. You got yourself a Becky bunny. What she do? What she didn't do? 
How much silly. you paid? <laughs> I don't have to pay. I'm joking. Anyway, I'm joking. I don't got to pay for nothing. Nah, Vegas all together was just dope, man. I stayed at you know, I stayed at the Oh my god, I mean, can I can I can I hook you up with someone? Can I do a blind date? Can I get? Can oh I be God. redeemed? No, I heard no. I heard about your no right now. Say no. No, I'm not like listen. I heard about your blind date. Listen, it's no. listen. This no. is not with him. I did it. I did it based on how he did me, right? I got you, Emmett. You always hook me up. She don't even. She don't even know your style. She don't even know your style. Don't do it, bro. Tell me your style. Don't do it. Why would you not trust me? I got a friend like that. The last shit she tried to hook me up with looked like Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I was like, I cannot hook him up with ugly chicks. He just is stush. Shay, what's your favorite moment? Let me see the mic for a second. Jamaica's jumping it on me right now. Yeah, man. My favorite moment is about to happen. My mom's about to get her first house in the hey! U.S. So. Hey! Congratulations! Everything else. That's what's up. Yeah, that's, that's what's up, up. Man. So I was going to do really quick our top downloaded episodes for 2019 for, for Altino Shade. So our top downloaded episodes was Police Brutality. Okay. That got us the most downloads, um, over 100 downloads, which was, which is dope. So that's our top one for the last 12 months. And our most listened on the SoundCloud platform was the rape culture episode that we did. That was a good episode. Yeah. And so that one got us a lot of listens. And so as always, Sippers, we, we, we were talking about it earlier. Like yeah. we don't know who listens because we don't, obviously you guys don't it's always, it's hard, it's hard to gauge. But we, in our hearts, know that we are connecting with a lot of yeah. people. And so super safe, you have um, topics, things that you want to see, ideas, thoughts. We are so responsive. We are always open to it. We are not one of those creative people. We're like, we have to do it our way. We want to listen to you, and we definitely want to uh, interact. So hit us up on altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. It's all one word, altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. If you've got story ideas or thoughts or processes, uh, can we talk about the live show real quick? Let's do it. All right, you guys. Have you got your ticket yet for the live show? It is January 22nd. Last live show, it sold out, so don't yeah. wait so long. We're doing a special promo code for the month of December called ATNS. <laughs> you will get $5 off of your ticket. So get it now before January comes through. Where can yes. they get the tickets at, Jay? Uh, it is on Eventbrite. That's where the main site is. But how, you know, if you do not, for whatever reason, don't like going to Eventbrite, reach out to us directly. We'll figure out where to get you a ticket. But you definitely want to get your ticket. You want to be in the house. It's a Wednesday night. It's a wind down kind of Wednesday hump day. Get you over the hump. Yes. We're going to have some of our favorite people that have been on the show. And the topic, we just picked the topic. It is so good, y'all. Are we going to tell them? No. Uh, we're not going to tell them. So, oh, I'm yeah. so stoked, though. It's going to be a good topic. So it's going to be so fun. Good. It's going to be fun. So we're looking forward to that. So much fun. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and get move the hell on to my least favorite segment. <laughs> we're not doing your new segment? Oh, yeah, we are. Never mind. Let's move on to my favorite new segment. Because y'all not ready to lose yet, so. <laughs> my favorite new segment. Okay, the first, my favorite new segment is called Unsolicited Advice, you guys. So we are Unsolicited Advice. Hey, <laughs> Judy, you're so dramatic. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, you guys ready? Let's do it. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. All right, first one. I am a 30-year-old male, and I have been in a two-year relationship with Oh, a gosh. 
Go ahead. I know this one. And a two-year relationship with a woman who is every man's dream. Non-argumentative, cooks, cleans, makes great money, beautiful, and great in bed. We also have kids around the same age, and they get along great. About two months ago, I asked her to marry me, and she said yes. One night, we were having sex, and she asked me what was my fantasy. I told her I didn't have one because I already lived it. Mm. She asked me what was it, and Mm. I was honest and told her two women. I asked her what hers was, and she replied, I already did mine, too. Mm. I asked her what that was, and to my surprise, she said two men. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to respond, but from that point on, I looked at her differently. I know some might say I'm being a hypocrite, but what self-respecting woman is going to sleep with two men? A ton of question marks and exclamation marks. Needless to say, I no longer want to marry her, and that tramp can keep the ring. Should I tell her why, or should I keep it moving? Wow. She needs to keep it moving, first of all, because that is, for one, he's being a hypocrite. 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 It's a, a super it's double standard. The same, the same damn thing. Wait, Cardi, why is this face? No, no, no. That that, <laughs> that was real? When I hear guys talk like that, it's so it's dumb crazy. to me. But a lot of guys feel like that, though. A lot of guys feel like that. Women cannot have the same sexual experiences as them. Right. They will be a hoe, but then they self aren't a hole for doing the same damn thing. It's so crazy because men are like the first one to say like, you better like be experienced. You better like, like, you know, be on it. Right. Mm. But in the same stance, they want you to be a virgin. Like you gotta pick one. Either I got experience or I don't. Right. Mm. Rule number one, never ask a question. That you That is my my literal number one question. I don't play that game. Rule in relationships. Don't ask questions you don't want to know the answer. I don't really give a shit about the past period. Nah, just yeah. long as animals and children weren't involved, then keep oh. that shit to yourself. Yeah, as long as it's not affecting your current life, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't ask. A, I don't ask a woman about her sexual. <laughs> and if I do, I'm okay with it because mm. I know I've done a lot of stuff, and so I'm I'm okay with her doing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I just I think we need to get past this 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 belief that women are w- that women can't have the same mm. sexual experiences. As us, because you want and somebody. And it makes them less than or less Yeah, and, and it, also, it just creates a, uh, an environment where your partner, whoever, feels like they can't be open and honest with you without you judging them. So now he wants to walk away from someone he just said he loves. Who he said like Come they on. had the perfect relationship Come on. and everything. It's immature. Was it's immature. It's very immature. <laughs> what do you guys think? Well, I mean, if he walks away, I mean that leaves room for somebody else. Hey. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, hey. I, you know, it's so funny. Like, so this is something that came up recently. So one of my friends was, um, she's in a rather relatively new relationship, and she brought up when is the right time to poop? Oh yeah, <laughs> never. In his apartment. Never ever. You can't do it ever. And like it came, like, she came, and it's like in a group chat of like me and my friends, my girlfriends, and she's like, okay, I've got to poop. And we're like three months in. Is it too early to poop at his spot? And it was yes. like, like the fact yes. that this was a question to me was outrageous because uh-huh. I'm blowing it up the minute that it happens. Like, I don't care, guys. Sorry, it is happening. Yeah. Why do men think that women are dolls? Like, that can't. I mean, women think that men don't want to, like, we don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, I'm fucking you. That's right. The, that's more, that's the, one of the dirtiest things you can ever do with another human being. Literally, the amount of bodily fluid that happens during sex is outrageous. Why is it that, like, you So you have a, a visceral reaction nah, right I'm now? Playing. I'm just playing. About I, don't, it. I don't really care. 
No, nah, but a lot of men do though. Yeah, but no, a lot of men do. My thing. Okay, so here's my thing. I think that you got to do things. You know, you know, don't be crazy. Like, for instance, right, don't leave the door open and like you know, yeah. triple Wait, flush. Just and give me a warning. Light a match. Look, I remember I hooked <laughs> up with this girl and. Oh <laughs> I already know this is going. We're we're laying down in bed and we're watching TV and she goes, she just it was like a the clumps fart. Ooh. It was like was that a voice <laughs> fart? You know what I'm saying? Like, I am your father. Pretty much, it was like like speaking Latin. You know what I mean? It was like what the the fuck kind of shit? She literally did that and like walked the cover. Oh. I, and I'm sitting here looking at her like... Nah, that's love, though. <laughs> yeah, you know what's so funny, though? <laughs> that experience is so different from a gender perspective because I can't tell you how many men, like, fart in front of me all the oh, time. Oh, yeah, for sure. It is men... I think it's almost a testament to women that men just place y'all at a higher level of res- of unrealistic... Uh, expectations. expectations. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a. It's, I don't think it's a pedestal. I think it's literally that it's a dehumanization. You think it, so? isn't that, it isn't that. Oh, they are placed at a. Oh, that women are so much more involved because we all know that it's a normal bodily function that you have to do. First of all, you don't want to date somebody who's full of shit. Literally, like <laughs> you don't figuratively or literally, yeah. right? But I think it's a dehumanization of women. It's like you're not allowed to. You're a doll, so yeah. you're supposed to be pretty, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be cute, and you're supposed to look good around my junk, and that's it. Yeah, let's not talk about shit too long. <laughs> now I feel where you coming from, though. Two girls, one cup. Yeah. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to my least favorite segment of the world. Even though I am smashing, crashing, call me Hulk, but like three I think Elle's my biggest hater, like, which is weird because you know, <laughs> three seasons in and she's still hating. Sounds about right. It's all team, no shade. I don't shade you. I just mm, tell all right, Sippers, it is time for That Sounds About Right, a.k.a. That Sounds Familiar. That Sounds Familiar. <laughs> Where you can find these songs on the all team, no shade, Spotify playlist. We don't own any songs. We just love these songs. We want the artists to get the recognition that they deserve for creating this song. So go stream them, go play them wherever you can. I have chosen six songs that Shay's going to play for the table. They need to guess them before each other. So we have Emin around the table. We have Cardi. We have L. Don't show me out, y'all. So y'all want to guess them before um, they do or try to. Let us know. We like hearing people comp- Wait, uh, talk about it. who's picking the songs? I've know? already chosen the songs. Okay. Shay's just going to play them. All right. Shay, you have been getting better. I'm giving you props. I'm like, Shay, you have <laughs> so been improving. This first song came out in 2019. 2019. No guessing. You do me. 2019. It sounds like Prince. Common is common. Future. It is common. She said it first. It said this is common. You said it. We didn't. What you say? It's common. It is common. It literally said this is common. I said common. Oh, I didn't hear that part. See, I win at this game because I listen harder. Turn up a little bit. So this is actually on his new album called uh, Love, Let Love, right? Let Love. And this is called Hercules. Is it? I'm a huge Common fan, but I didn't listen to the whole album. I think like all of different live too, live instrumentation, I think. Oh yeah? Oh, that's why you like it, because it's alive. But at least most of the songs. Alright. Yeah, this one in there called Seven Floors. I love that movie he did Just Right. Just Right. Just Right with Queen Latifah. 
Mm-hmm. It was Queen Latifah was his love interest. It was yeah. a really weird dynamic, guys, because he was like picking Queen Latifah over Paula Patton. But um, it was a really cute movie. All right, y'all got I one. I want them to bring him back with the next John Wick. Yeah, he was awesome. He, he did, he did good. He did good he in John Wick. They didn't show him die, so that's true. He, that's they could bring him back. That's he, cool. And he was like, I, I was like, that's common, but I, I was convinced in his role that he yeah, was. Yeah, he did a good job. He played another uh, TV show that was really good um, about a railroad. I can't think of the name of it, but it was uh, yeah, on Hell, on Wheels. Track. Hell on Wheels. Hell on Wheels. Oh, great, yeah. great show. He was, yeah, a, he was good on that too. Good on that. All right, next song came out in 2012. Jasmine Sullivan. No. Good call. Kanye West. He produced it, but it's not him. Next you get a Jay Z. Push a T. No. That wasn't too good. You can always tell Kanye's track. You can always tell it like his. Tell a it was game. Game. Oh, it's a game. Hold on. Nas, I failed you. Oh, yeah, that's a game. Damn, he kind of sounded like Nas. Jesus, peace. She's on it. She's on it. Ah, 2012. <laughs> I got my ass whooped. Yeah, I need this one, fellas. All right. Emmett, man, you need this one. I know, right? All right. So this one, I'm pretty sure L ain't cheating over here. No. I don't got to cheat. So this he one, literally says this is common. I don't got to cheat. <laughs> be careful. Be careful. Be careful. We're getting a little wild over there. You know what? Taking pictures off the wall. All right. This one came out in 2017. Don't guess until you hear it, L. Oh, uh, Hove. <laughs> Story OJ. Correct. Oh, yeah. Like, Did you know that one? Talk, nigga, old nigga, that. real nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, old nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Still nigga. This was a whole vibe. Still nigga. Yeah. OJ, like, I'm finally I'm back to Mojo. That he is on Spotify. He put all his albums on Spotify for his 50th birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it wasn't on there for a long 50? time. Yeah. Oh, 50. I didn't know he was up there. 50. I know he was a little older, but I didn't know he was 50 older. Yeah, he's 50. All right, Cardi kept y'all kept y'all in it. Kept y'all in it. <laughs> right, right. This one came out. Next one came out in 1996. Dangerous Minds. <laughs> Tupac. Correct. Tupac. You said Maya? Yeah. You all right? Uh, sorry, Maya. That's all eyes on me. I'd rather be a. I'd rather be a. I still miss Tupac to this day, man. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I saw a post that was like. Uh, you know, uh, cats in their 30s and 40s always talking down when um, when kids, you know, about uh, who's a legend and who's not a legend mm-hmm. when they die. Mm-hmm. But they've been oh. picking and pocking us for 25 years. Yeah, that's yeah. I was like, just got Shut a point. You up. Shut you up, right? Yeah, I was like, just got a point here. But, it's, but it's, it's true. I mean, they are legends. Like someone said, just because someone died young does not make them a legend. Mm-hmm. Like, Juice World just died. Mm-hmm. Respect, I enjoyed his music. Right. He's not a legend. No. I know. Well, and, and that's such a relative word, though. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. 
you know, XXX passed away. Doesn't make him a doesn't make right. him a legend. And I also feel like we have these like rose colored glasses when we look back at people. Like people are talking about Nipsey Hussle, and like granted, his music is legendary status. Like he can flow. Is it? But he wasn't. The stories he tells. When he he wasn't a legend, so you can't be something you weren't when you were alive. And that's what I'm saying. But it depends on how you define it. Because maybe you can't, because Picasso wasn't. Like was he popping when he was alive? No. Well, the thing is, I mean, like. Talk about Nipsey being a legend. Okay, a lot of people didn't discover his music till like after, after he what he's doing, but the stuff he did in his community right. was yeah. something That's else. That's true. Nipsey you know? was a, a so, legend for that. I mean, like you said, it, it depends on what your yeah. legend is. Man. I mean, because he did a lot for the community. It's like the goat conversation. There mm-hmm. is no absolute goat. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's relative. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, some kids who, you know, a lot of this. Generation produces so many XXX Tententions yeah. that to them he was a voice. That's so, true. You know, we're That's saying true. he ain't a legend, to which us. it makes sense yeah, yeah, why yeah. we say it, but. Because we know the greatness that, that was out there. Mm-hmm. But to these, to these kids, they are. All right, so it's uh, two, one, and one? Yeah. All right, so this next song Ch-ch-ch-ch. came out, <laughs> came out <laughs> in uh, 1998. Dang, you taking it back. Outcast. Outcast. Yeah. Outcast. <laughs> Damn. This is that role. Yes, sir. You know, as soon as we got into the 90s, I fell off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. bouncing back. He's bouncing back. I had to sing in the 90s with Eminem, huh? I used to love this. It wasn't even a, like, it wasn't even a, you think about it, a rap song. It wasn't even a rap song. Yeah. It was just different, man. It was different. Spotty, 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 Doppelicious. Yeah. Miss Cat's a timeless. Yeah, for real. All right. Hey. If Fresh and Clean, clean drop today, that shit would light the it radio up. Still yeah. rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a classic, classic. It's a bop. It's yeah. a lifetime bop. Yep. All right. This one's for the championship. This is for the. This one. Come on. I, I don't know if any of y'all are gonna get this one. This is like a thumb for a loop. Well, damn. Two thousand eighteen. Okay. I have one of them on my list too. So. I like this. Prince Miguel? No. Yeah, another night out. Correct. Maroon 5. Yeah, Maroon I know five. Adam Levine's voice. This is a good song, though. It came out in 2018. Adam Levine is like my like white boy crush. He's good. He's so good. It's he about got, somebody he can kind of sing. I was like, you smoke crack. He can kind of sing. I was like, yeah, that dude got pipes. Yeah, he, he got range. His is outrageous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so called best for you. All right, L, you are the, the winner of That Sounds Familiar. She has been on it to lately. I don't know what's gotten into her. Y'all made a good competition, though. Good it's because y'all been doubting me. Just because I don't like it don't mean I don't kill it. I chose some easy it. songs. <laughs> All right, what we got next? All right, let's go ahead and move into Howard. What's your ish? Let's do let's go quick on it too. Alright, right, so I'll go first. Yeah. So my ish is a book that was given to well, a book that was given to me by a friend. Um, shout out to Marissa. Hey Marissa. This book is called Parable of the Sore by Octavia Butler. Octavia Butler. I love Octavia Butler. So this book when it came out was uh, at one point New York Times book of the year. Um, she writes in uh, it's called The Parable of the Sower and it's about uh, a young girl in science fiction where she's she's struggling to survive Uh, it's like an alternate history kind of thing but so far it's been really good I just started reading it this week 
it's I hadn't I hadn't had a book to read in a long time. You know, you get busy. Just and some I used to love reading, so I wanted to get back into it. So she gave me this book to read to check out. It's fifty percent off on Audible right now, guys. There you go. Check it out. Um, Parable of a Sower. Of a Sower. By Octavia Butler. So that's my ish this week. Amy, what's your ish? Man, you know what? I'm going to have to say The Mandalorian. Yes. And, uh, Disney Plus. Hey, yes. You Disney Plus in here? Hey, look. Don't, don't judge me. I do not. Don't judge me. I think you are living saying. your best life. Mm. Like, Disney Plus. Do you have kids? No, I don't. Don't yeah. judge me. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, though. Yeah. I was like, don't act like y'all don't know. What? It's so good. It's I don't judge you. I don't have Disney Plus, but I'm still watching it anyway. What about you, Cardi? <laughs> I don't have any ish this okay. week. Well, no ish? Get up some ish. My ish this week has to be Dunkin' Donuts. They have a salted caramel hot chocolate that I mm. get with an extra shot of, um, two extra shots of espresso. When I tell you that ish hits, it hits, especially like it's been cooler recently. Yeah. So that extra, like that hot chocolate with the little, ooh, yes. It's been life. Do you have final sip? Yeah, final sip. So tell us, tell me one thing that you are looking forward to in 2020. So this is 2019 rap. So what's one thing you're looking forward to in 2020? A new decade. Literally, we are starting a brand new decade. Yeah, that's true. A new decade. Daddy? Two more strings of income. Mmm. Yes, that's a good one. I'm going to say progression and more traveling. Yes. More traveling? What about you, Jay? I would say I'm looking forward to almost similar to Cardi. More money. More money coming in. 2019, I've been trying to create more money, but I'm looking forward to having more money coming in so I can do more things. What about you, Shay? Mm. 2020? Yeah, we're looking forward to 2020. Hey, I'm changing everything. Okay, a little transformation never hurt no one. No, I don't have anything else. All right, guys, make sure you get your tickets for our live show on January 22nd. Once again, it's on Eventbrite. You can find it on Facebook as well. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and call this obsession. Holla.